It's the Ricky Smarty Morning Show. You know we cannot get the show started without our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, man. Psalms 23 by Joshua Sherman. And Pastor Haynes, I know you got a word for us. Good morning, my brother. Thank you so much. Listen, the word of the day is, listen, Psalm 23. We all know it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And the beautiful thing about that psalm is it paints a picture of God as a good shepherd who cares for, watches over, and takes care of God's sheep. I love that because a shepherd and a sheep have a real special tie, bond, connection, relationship. And the good news is the same connection that a the sheep have with the shepherd we can have with almighty God what is that divine connection that divine connection basically says whatever we need God says I got it I got you the Lord is my shepherd therefore I have everything I need the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want the Lord is my shepherd it means that I am blessed with God's protection God's provision and guess what God's presence and that's all you need to make it in this thing called life. That's the connection that will keep you together when your world is falling apart. That connection, watch this, blesses you with God's protection, meaning that there are those who will come for you that you did not send for. But the Bible says God will prepare a table before you in the presence of people that cannot stand you. God will protect you, but also you not only have God's protection, you have God's provision, meaning God will take care of you. God will supply all of your needs. God is watching out for you. But finally, you have God's presence. I love it because, because it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You ain't in this thing by yourself. God's got you. God is with you. So go ahead and have your a blessed and blessed of days, knowing that you've got a divine connection with our divine shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have everything I need. Go ahead, knowing you're connected to the divine shepherd. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Haynes, man. We appreciate you, brother. Hey, much love. Have a great one. Absolutely. Front page coming up next. Smiley Morning Show. Maria Moore, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. The Memphis Police Department confirmed on Monday that two additional officers have been taken off duty in connection with the death of Tyree Nichols. The New York Times reports that city officials and prosecutors are working to determine who beyond the five officers already charged with second-degree murder should be held responsible. In other news, police are investigating a shooting that left 10 people injured in Lakeland, Florida, Monday afternoon. Two of the victims are in critical condition and eight have non-life-threatening injuries. Police Chief Sam Taylor said the victims are all men between 20 and 35 years old. As you may have seen uh, on your TV screens this morning, millions across the South and Central U.S. are bracing for ice storms. Roads will likely remain dangerously slick throughout the storm as a triple threat of ice, sleet and snow arrives. So please keep that in mind. Lastly, President Biden has said he will end the COVID-19 emergencies on May 19th. 
The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations would formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic that can be managed through agencies' formal um, normal aid authorities. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What up there, Maria? Dallas Mavericks superstar Luka Doncic dropped 53 points on the Detroit Pistons last night while talking smack to the to the coaches, man. That's what I'm talking about. Los Angeles Laker Russell Wilson makes history. He passed Gary Payton for number 10 on the NBA all-time assist list. 8,972 assists. Oh, by the way, he had almost a triple-double last night, 17 points. Points, 10 assists and 8 rebounds versus the Brooklyn Nets. Last but not least, sad news for San Francisco 49er fans. 49er rookie sensation quarterback Brock Purdy suffered a torn UCL in his right elbow, which will keep him out for six months. Possible return around training camp of next year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. That's my quick sports report this morning. Gary with the T. What's up, Mike? All right, y'all. I guess it's official. I mean, I thought people may have known about it, but if you did, Nine is, honey. It's being reported that Serena Williams' stepmom, y'all, was a stripper, honey, in the Miami club, y'all. They're saying King Williams' son, Serena's, I guess, stepbrother, y'all, honey, told his daddy not to marry her. But they say, baby, the daddy was madly in love with her, honey. He wanted to be with this woman, Miss Lakeisha Graham, if y'all didn't know her name. Now, they're saying, y'all, that King Richard's, honey, a strange wife, she worked as a stripper in Miami, and his son didn't want him to marry her because of their bitter divorce um, battle that began. Now, they're saying, y'all, that, honey, this woman here, is taking this man, Poe King Richard, to the cleaners. Now, she said, honey, she wanted the mansion, which I thought she already didn't have the mansion and stuff, but they said she took out a $279,000 loan on the mansion to open up a trucking company. They said that trucking company didn't last nothing but a week. But nevertheless, honey, now um, Serena's, I guess it's her stepbrother, Shavaya, he's saying, y'all, that he's really hurt that his dad got with this woman, honey, and the woman used to work at some club in Miami named the Rolex. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they Are you said, serious? Yeah, that's what they said. That's what the story Ooh. said. They said, um, or say, said she was, um, Lakeisha is 44. She's 37 years younger than Serena's daddy. And they said she worked at a club called Rolex in Miami under the name of Angel. So oh y'all know goodness. Angel, honey, that's Serena's stepmama. <laughs> he, he he really put it all on the line with that move. Yes, he nice did. Gracious. With his old damn buddy should be at home resting his doggone nerve, honey, <laughs> looking at a damn stripper, honey. Um, named oh, she Angel. got him. She got her one. And it's like it was like T Pain. He's in love with a stripper. Yeah, and he oh definitely was in love from with the Rolex. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a club. Ooh. That's a good club. Oh, he asking for it. Um, oh, yeah, she caught her one. Yeah, well, bless us all, y'all. Well, let's keep King Richard lifted up in prayer, and hopefully, y'all, that he um, get his money and what have you, and Serena them could continue helping they, um, they daddy and they stepmama. All right, mm-hmm. the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is oyster. On the high end, you say oyster, and on the low end, you say a silvery white. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up, coming up next in the hot spot, uh, R. Kelly finally wins something. And wait till I tell you what he won up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the Replay today's show on the new Ricky Smiley Morning Show podcast. Available every day and everywhere you get your podcast. And UrbanOnePodcast.com. Bring it in tap. What's up there, pimpin'? 
What up, Rock T? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Avatar, The Way of the Water, has topped the chart at the domestic box office for the seventh week in a row. And according to Deadline, the film is expected to surpass The Avengers by midweek to become the 10th highest grossing film of all time in the United States and Canada. Meanwhile, Cook County State's attorney, Kim Fox, has dropped the sexual abuse charges against R. Kelly. Now, according to Rolling Stone... Fox cited limited resources and court time uh, as the main factors for dismissing the charges. Now, Fox said Mr. Kelly is potentially looking at the possibility of never walking out of prison again for the crimes he has committed. And this office is in pursuit of justice for the victims in our indictment, as well as those across the country. They work tirelessly to get us to this point. While today's cases are no longer being pursued, we believe that justice has been served in the sentences that have already been handed down to Mr. Kelly, as well as the sentence that will come down next month. Now, R. Kelly was charged with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse in Cook County, and the charges dated back to 1998 and involved at least three minors. The singer was sentenced to 30 years in prison for sex trafficking and racketeering charges in New York, and he awaits sentencing for a separate conviction, conviction in Chicago. Now, Chicago jury found R. Kelly guilty of producing child pornography and coercing minors into criminal sexual activity. He faces 10 to 90 years in prison. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a bit of time. And also, as the Tyree Nichols tapes were released, many celebrities took to Instagram to react to the horrific video footage. Um, Tyler Perry shared a photo of Nichols in front of the ocean and wrote, I said for my own peace of mind, for the sake of my own sanity, for my hope for what's left of the human race, I would not watch the awful murder of another black man. Sharing that it wasn't possible, Perry added. So today I will cry. I will be depressed. I will curse. I will be outraged. I will want to burn some up and I will be in agony. I will let my heart break for his family. I will moan with his tenor harmony for my own experience. That is every black man that's ever called for the safety of the arm Amana, I will audibly scream. Ooh, Viola Davis and Niecy Nash also posted on Instagram in response to Nichols' death, sharing a black square with, I'm just trying to get home in a white font. Ooh, just the simple things like that. It says so much, speaks volumes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, last but not least, y'all, Eddie Murphy will be more than happy to play Donkey again in another Shrek movie. He said, I'd do it in two seconds. I love Donkey. You know, they did Puss in Boots movies, and I was like, they should have done a Donkey movie. Donkey was funnier than Puss in Boots. I mean, I love Puss in Boots, but he ain't funny as the Donkey. True story. Donkey funny <laughs> True story. Mother. Donkey is funny, right? <laughs> and then a Donkey had a baby with the dragon, right? Yep. All in babies. Yeah, yeah. So they could really They had a that. whole family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Donkey was definitely more funnier than the cat. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hospital on that note. But coming up next, why don't y'all hit us up for them wake-up calls? It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Maria Moore, so uh, tell us about these chickens. <laughs> Man, these chickens. You know, elderly suburban high school cafeteria workers may seem har- harmless, but some are capable of high-stakes avian thievery, y'all. 66-year-old Vera Liddell was the food service director at a school district in Illinois, and she was arrested for stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. <laughs> Now, she had been working there for at least a decade, but during the pandemic, she started over-ordering chicken and picking it up herself in a district cargo van. So uh, the extra chicken was never what? brought back to uh, the school. Yeah, it was never brought back to the school. This is in the hood, ain't 
I mean, I don't. Oh, she was the wing lady in, in the neighborhood. She, 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 was, she was the wing, wing lady. lady. Yeah, Vera she was Liddell. flipping them wings. She was flipping them wings. Yeah, she, she was. was flipping them wings. Yeah, yeah. she was flipping them wings. They, everybody in the neighborhood knew where to go. Old Miss Vera house. Yeah, <laughs> and she, some wings. she had been working there for ten years. They said over the past couple of years, she stole a lot of chicken, and she ended up getting caught because she overlooked one thing. She was ordering massive amounts of chicken wings, but the school never served wings to the students because you know they got bones in them. Oh, there she go. We got a. We got okay. We're gonna post that. Oh, yeah. Miss Vera was definitely the wing lady. Oh. With that short afro. Yeah, she was the wing lady. She was giving wings. wings. She had a wing trap. She had a whole wing it's trap. It's giving lemon pepper. It's giving. I'm about to say, how many flavors did she Ms. offer, Vera. dog, on it? I ain't going to lie, though. I, I can't even. I don't know. Coming from my background, I ain't even mad at her. Did well, what she had to do. She guess had... how much her bond is? $150,000. She's in jail right now. Oh, really? She got to come up with like 15 grand. Yeah. Y'all had it stacked up. Because you are our prison connoisseur. You're our, yeah, our expert. So you got to have them. Uh, <laughs> she ought to have that stacked up. She slung a lot of wings. Yeah, well, she, I bet people were getting some deals in the hood. She was bold. She definitely was not chicken. <laughs> okay. Kids, man. Kids change your life. Make you realize that things are different. I know I'm getting older now because of my kids. I'm starting to fuss a lot. The older you get, that's what you do. You just wake up angry. I don't know what the hell I be mad at. <laughs> you just wake up mad. When you got more than one kid, you just wake up angry. Hey, who got the uh, thing with the s***? All right, now. The, all right, hey. Heads and beds right now. I don't even know what that means. Heads and beds. That's my s***. <laughs> my son, I just yell at my son because he's nine months. No, he's a man, though. So I yell at him just because. I get mad. Hold your head still, boy. <laughs> What's wrong with your baby? I don't know. That put him on the stomach. He still be trying. <laughs> it's my damn kid, though. I didn't know that you can get mad at kids to the point where you want to fight. <laughs> and we argue. Me and my daughter honestly argue. She can't even talk. Like, she know a couple words, right? She can put a couple sentences together. But it's like every time I tell her something, she always got something to say back. It don't matter what I say, she always got to give me something back. And it make me mad. We got to an argument over juice the other day. She came into the room. She was like, Daddy, juice. I said, no. You had enough juice. Go get some water. And she looked at me. She was like, do me guy, do do me guy, do me guy, do me guy, juice. And I looked at her. I, Who the f*** you think you talking to? Hey, man. Kevin Hart. Kevin <laughs> Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Legendary Grammy Award winning R&B singer, baby, Miss Anita Baker was trending the other day, y'all. People are raving. Some people saying Whitney may have turned over in her grave, but then some people saying, baby, Miss Baker did what she had to do. But I don't know if y'all saw it, honey, but she sang, y'all, the national anthem, uh, anthem, the national anthem the other day. And I mean, she sounded amazing. Amazing. Here's how Miss Baker sounds. Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we have at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous. Fight, or the mm-hmm. ramparts we were no. 
show, sir. Better respect the leader. No, ma'am. Okay, we get it. Respect Anita. Say what she's not. Anita Baker, man. She ain't no Beyonce. She ain't she, Beyonce. She's she sounds amazing. Now, Brad, help these um, what did y'all listen out. to? They're wait, saying y'all that no, wait, you wait up. They saying, honey, people didn't realize, honey, that Miss Baker sang in low register. Now, Brad, what is low register? Yeah, registered okay. low. I don't yeah. know. Y'all, y'all going and, and, and fake <laughs> I, like that I was good. Anita sounded yeah. like herself, man. She did. She sounded amazing. There was, a couple, there was a couple areas that what she did. What was y'all listening to? Anita Baker. What was y'all Baker. listening to? Anita Baker. And that sounded good to you? Yeah. It sounded like Anita Baker. Man, bye. But you can't compare her to Whitney Houston now. Come on. All Mariah right. Carey. They said they don't have the yeah. same range. Or Keisha right. Cole. Right. You, Come I mean, on, man. But it was Anita Baker. And she did her that, that, version look, of First her. of all, the national anthem is a horrible song. First of all, let's let's get that straight. Second yeah. of all, there was she was kind of pitchy, dog. If I if I'm Randy Jackson right now, it's a little pitchy. There's a couple, there's a couple areas she a lost pitchy. a little bit, but for, yeah. for the most part, yeah. not bad. Well, Maria, what you she thought? Sound, she sounded like me, herself. I mean, I I felt like the the cadence and the tone. Like if I was listening to Sweet Love, I felt like she was going into those notes of her actual records. Right. I love she sweet sounded love. like herself. I love Anita Baker, but she, that wasn't it. She didn't sound bad. Okay, you looking for, you was waiting for a big wow factor. No, but no, Anita no, Baker no, I'm saying, like, no, that just wasn't it. I love Anita Baker. I love her music, but that one That wasn't a good song for it. her voice. Exactly. There you That's, go, Maria. Yeah, but she didn't sound bad. That's, a good, that's a good way yeah. to put it, uh, Maria. Yeah, and I'm going to be seeing Anita Baker soon, huh? so baby, you do not clown Miss Baker. Well, I she won't did be. A great. Oh, well, anyway, honey, Nita, you did great, honey, and she sounded amazing, honey. And it, had she not been able to sing in that, that whatever, they would have never gave her the song to sing, don't you think? Okay, well, look, I have my opinion, you have yours. Carry on. <laughs> well, okay, so then if that's the doggone case, Mr. Special K, do you like this one? She can you see Macy Gray. By the dawn's light. Now that's the thing. So that sing. Yeah. At the twilight's last gleaming, that girl good. Whose bright stars through the perilous fight, all the ramparts we watched were so silently streaming. Come on now, and the rockets oh, red glare, the bombs burst. Yeah. Baby, Miss Ride that guitar. Baby, honey, Miss Gray sound like a purring cat, honey. <laughs> Come on now. Macy singing that thing. She's singing that, baby. Them, I think her and Anita should have sung it together. Maybe that would have been better. <laughs>
Go ahead, Gary, man. They sound amazing. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is oyster. On the high end, you say oyster, and on the low end, you say grayish white. That's your Kahlua for today, honey. That's like a hater. I wonder if we can some of them jokes he's saying. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> Wake up, wake up, Tennessee. I'm home up Tennessee. And I want to wake up all of Perry's family in Sand County, Dixon County. Wake up, wake up. I'm calling to wake up my city, Tallahassee. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, Tallahassee. Good morning. This is Valencia Haynes calling from Blackwood, South Carolina. Shout out to my wonderful husband, my two men, Daryl and Desmond. I hope y'all have a blessed day. Yo, this is Babalo calling from the Queen City. Chaquan, Chaquan, Quan, Quan. Wake your ass up, America. Yeah, what's yours? Because we going to let them know. Come on, what's We're about to discuss the Memphis Police Roundtable breakdown, some of these new updates and layers. The fallout from Tyree Nichols' fatal beating continued yesterday when uh, the Memphis Police Department said a seventh police officer who responded was relieved of duty. In a statement, the agency didn't identify the seventh officer or say whether the person would face departmental or criminal charges. The department also confirmed that that sixth officer, Preston Hemphill, uh, the white officer that allegedly tased Tyree, uh, said he wanted his colleagues to stomp Tyree. He has been relieved of duty. Now, Officer Preston Hemphill and other officers' actions and inactions have been and continue to be a part of an investigation since its inception on January 8th, the day of Nichols' traffic stop and the day all seven officers were relieved of duty, the, the department said. Now, the statement added that numerous impending charges are developing. Uh, it isn't clear which officers may be charged. Yeah, Brad, and now questions are being asked why was Preston not originally named with the other five officers. Also, three EMTs, Robert Long, Jamichael Sandridge, and Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker, they were also fired on Monday for their actions or inactions when called to render aid to Nichols. That's according to uh, the Memphis Fire and Rescue Department. All right, so now the question's been asked by many. Why Tyree and why were, why Tyree, okay? And why why were they so aggressive towards him? So now there's rumors starting to swirl around social media that uh, allegedly Tyree worked at FedEx and was allegedly, and this is all alleged, that he was allegedly dating the ex of one of the Memphis officers, Demetrius Haley. Now, this is unconfirmed, but according to pictures that are floating around, and uh, it's also alleged that the officers took a picture of Nichols after the beating and sent it to this woman, which is wow. Wow. They would have gotten that information by now from the woman. I it's think that lot. that would have come out in the investigation. But we just got to be careful when people just post well, memes. Well, I said, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unconfirmed, but it's it's one of those things that's kind of getting legs right now. Right. You know what I mean? And if I was, and I'm guessing that woman would not want to be identified. Why would you want to be 
you know, associated with this. So. Oh, yeah, but I, I just feel like in the investigation, they would have revealed that they had that information. Yeah, you know, they could use that against the officers. Stuff come out in the streets. Yeah. Well, they haven't talked a lot about what's happened to the officers since they've been, since they got arrested. There hadn't been a lot. But I, I could see some, some truth to that because it just seems like the beating... It felt so personal. Personal. Yeah. It felt very personal. Right. It felt like very targeted, and it didn't feel random. It has there, has like, there been anything said about the reason why Tyree was stopped and pulled over? No. That And that that's the question that nobody seems to have any kind of answer to. Why so aggressive? Why was he pulled over in the first place? Reckless driving. What does that mean? Like, what is that? Like, he crossed the yellow line? Like, what does that mean that would warrant a situation like that? Yeah, I also think that it's important as we're having discuss- discussions about the details of the case that we put the primary focus on accountability. Like every single person that could have intervened, that could have rendered aid, every single person that was you know, on the scene who had knowledge, who could have prevented this tragedy, I just want all of them to be held accountable. I still have an issue with the unit being able to... See, because I know how those units operate. The, that same police chief uh, supposedly used to run the Red Dog unit in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which was a similar unit, that uh, crime suppression, high crime area unit. And I don't know why these people are able to just run free and terrorize uh, citizens. Yeah, it just seemed like those officers, they they was looking for Tyree. Like, it was yeah. like, we're going to find because him. Because how, 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 how would they know that when they pulled him over that he wasn't a... An attorney or a pastor or is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know that he's not just a regular citizen going home? Because it didn't look like they was in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, it's a very valid question. And I think that we should just all remain outcome oriented. What does the family want the outcome to be? And I think we should rally behind what that is. Oh, yeah. You know, justice for the family, justice for Tyree, making sure that four year old baby is taken care of for life. Um, I think that that's the best way that we can support them through all of this. Absolutely. All right, so for more details and updates, man, just go to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Unlike the homie Black Tony, man. Say, bro. Hey, 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 Rob. Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. Rob. Yeah, man. Side on trout over here. Who that sleeping in the background, man? Me, sir. Miss Shirley. No, she's going to check my mom. <laughs> what is Miss Shirley doing over your house, man? I'm over her crib, son. <laughs> and Kane over here. I done came over, man. Uh, son, I done came over here. She going she gonna to buy some furniture. Son, she going to buy some furniture for my uh, IQ. Tell my can black tongue, can you come over here and help me put, furniture, put this uh, dresser drawer together? I'm over here trying to help her put the dresser drawer together. Next thing I know, she, I, man, she done, she done had me to cut some. So I done laid up with her, you know what I'm saying? Because she got money because her, her husband, now nah, her husband had died. He worked at the post office. Her husband had died. He left her, he, you know, he had big old insurance, man. You know, she got some paper. So I'm like, look, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, she going to buy me something. Man, she done mashed up against the wall, so. Because she big. Okay, okay. Nah, she got you she smashed a big, up. She a big woman. I'm mashed up against the wall, so I can't get. I can't get out. <laughs> I can't hardly breathe. And then look what made this so disrespectful. So I, even if I could get out, I still can't come to work because I ain't got no clothes. Where your clothes at, man? So I, she had, she had ironed. She had ironed out my little outfit last night. She had pressed out my little outfit. I had a brand new polo outfit. Right. 
a disrespectful grandson on you know to you know see me and him got mad. <laughs> he took your clothes. You know, you know, man, I wore my clothes to school. You know, left out, got my whole outfit on. So the F one one polo polo shop. <laughs> Polo hoodie, he got my whole outfit on. So well, maybe, maybe you can. Uh, maybe she got her ex ex husband got some clothes for you. To, you know, she can pull out. He would be too. I can't wear his big ass clothes. <laughs> you got. All right, man. Just go and take the rest of the day off, man. You sound like you got some issues, man. <laughs> man, I really wanted to come to work today because I had told Maria I was gonna be though. That's a lie. She waiting for and you, now, man. And, now, and look, and now I'm just, boy, I can't even do nothing. But all I can do, all, my only, all I got in my phone in my hand, that's all I can look at in my phone. For real, since I can't move and can't go nowhere, can you send me some, can you send me some pictures? Okay, they're on the way, Tony. Oh, I got you. There you go. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll, be, I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This I can get into. This might be all right. We're going to be all right. I love to listen to the music when I'm in my car. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Tank. This is Mary J. Blige. This is her. This is Babyface. That's family right there. You know, it, it connects to the people. Ricky Smiley! The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Special guy, should we order, uh, what if we open up a, a, a strip club for singing? I think that could be that could work. That could be what, cool. What, what, what was some of the names? Uh, they coming to the stage. Gloria, <laughs> Brenda, Sabrina, Eugenia, Nadine, Elma. Watch it, sucker! My mama named Nadine. Zelda. Don't do that. Well, she don't need to be in no strip club. She definitely will not be. <laughs> <laughs> we might see yours in there. Don't do that. Okay. My, my okay, retirement. Okay. <laughs> She retired two years ago. Thank you very much. Okay, what kind of songs they gonna be? What kind they of gonna songs be dancing like Patti LaBelle and Shaka Khan, <laughs> Gladys Knight, Love Overboard, <laughs> Temptations, Smokey Robinson, Tina Turner. <laughs> I will survive, Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> dancing with a whole dancing with dancing with some they gonna have those stockings they gonna have them little two inch kitty heels they them the two inch heels that are sliding around okay. that dance with that french oh, roll anyway. she got that french roll working you ain't no good Push she, gonna come out, she gonna come out with a house coat on she had that nice house coat with a real sexy slip. <laughs> Taking that girdle off real slow. <laughs> Sliding them stockings down. Y'all crazy. She got on some stockings. Got a little wheelchair ramp on the side of the stage. <laughs> Go up there on that rabbit scooter. I'll give it up for Depends. <laughs> Come on, Miss Depends. <laughs> Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Oh. 
Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Nene Leakes is setting the record straight, y'all. And they're saying there's no pun intended. You know, rumors came out recently that her son, Brett, was gay. Now, she said Brett is not gay, and Brett is saying he is not gay, y'all. Now, I don't know if y'all recall, it was a little TikTok um, video surfacing where if you throw a, 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 a wadded piece of um, ball on um, paper into a basket and it don't go in, they say you're gay. Well, Brett missed it, and he said, honey, he's not gay, and he's loving women. And even though Nene did say, she said, if he is gay, it's fine with her. She's saying, you know, she know that he's not gay or what have you, but they're saying that people really take things and running with stuff and all these new TikTok things and stuff like that. What about the um, Hawks? Is the Hawks a basketball team? Yes, sir. Well, half of them should be gay because they all missed a basket. So why would the Mavericks Man, and everybody else? Come on, so, I mean, Gary, I think what? you missed the, the whole point of the TikTok. Exactly, now, baby. Yeah. You mean the well, what did I miss of it? What it's not I about mean? just missing baskets. It's about never mind. Well, and he snapped a finger too. They said you know, he snapped on, but that still does not make him gay. And he said he's not gay. If y'all had a son that missed a basket and what have you, um, special K and Rock T, would y'all um? That don't mean he's, no. That don't that don't mean with that what you think yeah, it means. You all in left field, bro. Keep going with the next story. No, honey, I'm not going with the next. That's the story, honey. So answer the question. If your son came home and said he was gay, would you accept him? Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean he—he's still your child. Absolutely. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. That's—that's that's just that's life. Is that what it is? Yes, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right, I would rather on. him be that than to be some uh, minister society somewhere. Moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. This is a very sad story. Y'all. Something really—I don't know. People are going to be coming out with some things, honey. Beyonce and Jay-Z, y'all, they're saying that they're facing what could be a major crisis. Now, I don't know if y'all heard the shocking story, but it's being reported, y'all, that Beyonce's former bodyguard, honey, um, he's on TikTok, and they're saying he's making some very explosive allegations, y'all, against Beyonce. Now, they're saying the man go by the name of Uncle Ron. Now, they say he was a bodyguard for multiple celebrities, and they say, wow, it's not clear what his relationship was with Beyonce. They said they located some images online which show a man resembling Uncle Ron, honey, to appear as Beyonce's bodyguard. Now, they got a picture of him back in 2004, but they're saying, y'all, that Uncle Ron posted a series of TikTok videos about Jay-Z and Beyonce, and most of the videos claim, y'all, that he have inside information and receipts on the billionaire couple. Now, one of the videos, they say Uncle Ron tells the audience that, you know, he know their deepest secrets and, you know, he know a lot of stuff about them. But the whole thing about it is he's alleging that Beyonce is on drugs. And he's also saying, y'all, that he watched, honey, Jay-Z and Beyonce, honey, you know, do this behind-the-scenes work to destroy the career of fellow R&B artist Carrie Hilson. Now, they're saying Uncle Ron also made more explosive and outrageous claims against um, Beyonce, you know, and saying that, you know, it's just they, him and um, Beyonce and Jay-Z are not married. They're saying that they're together and it's a business relationship and it's not a romantic one. So this man is talking and saying a lot of stuff, y'all. So, and I know this definitely could be true, honey. It could not be true because I know Beyonce loves Jay-Z. They got kids together. And I know, which we heard the rumor years ago about the um, Carrie Hilson situation, but I know Beyonce and Jay-Z doesn't have that much power to destroy. So this man got all this time on his hands to know all of this stuff about these people that he don't live with. Well, didn't I just say he said he worked with them? That's a lot of people work with folks. That don't mean you know their personal business like yeah, that. Well, man. I know enough of yours. He sound real catty. Mm-hmm. He sound he sound real feminine. Why man. did he stop working with them? 
I don't know. It's sad, Maria. I wish I could tell y'all that story, but honey, but now he's talking and stuff. And it's been a while now since he, you know, allegedly worked with him. But honey, he said he has some outrageous claims against the family. So how long we been seeing Beyonce on the on the scene on the public scene? She, probably since she was what six, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, and there's never been any indication that any of this stuff that he's saying, like, there's never been no indication that she got a drug issue or anything like that. So, yeah, I call Cap. I on think his, majority on of celebrities story. have probably dabbled with drugs here and there. I mean, dabbled with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We ain't never seen no evidence of it. No, I'm not, say, I, I'm not saying no they have, evidence. but I'm not saying that they have. But I, I, I just think it's probably a common thing. You know, not yeah. that they have a drug problem, mm-hmm. but you know. You think, it's, you think the security guard is out for a check? I don't know. Ain't nobody honey. paying him no attention. He's going to end up. Uh, well, well we just got to pray, honey. The prayer warriors are definitely being solicited for him. So, All right. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today is oyster. On the high end, you say oyster. And on the low end, you say beautiful grayish white. That's your Kahlua for today. Y'all get up for Gary with the tea. <laughs> Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Last year, the Biden White House released a proclamation of Black History Month. It read, each February, National Black History Month serves as much as both a celebration and a powerful reminder that black history is American history. Black culture is American culture and black stories are essential to the ongoing story of America. Black History Month is a time to reflect, evaluate, honor, re-engage, and celebrate all things black. Yes, and you know, every Black History Month, we can be sure to hear a rundown of all the great black inventors like George Washington Carver, Benjamin Banneker, uh, Elijah McCoy, Madam C.J. Walker, and no doubt, you know, as we point out, the first to do this, the first to do that, the first, you know, black person, open heart surgery, traffic uh, light, and all of those things. But, you know, as we get ready to kick off Black History Month, we thought it would be fun to put together a list of things we can do or try to do this month to share in the black experience. For example, most of us have a list of movies that you got to see if you're black, like Roots, Shaka Zulu, Black Panther. So, y'all, what is on your must-watch, must-read, must-experience list for black culture? And is there anything you'd like to get around to seeing or doing that you haven't yet? Man, I go first. Shoot, I mean, there's certain TV shows that just that's in our hearts forever, like Good Times, Cosby Show, Martin, stuff like that. My, one of my personal movies of all time is Coming to America because I'm just... I'm just a, I got that fun, funny personality, man. So I just love comedies and stuff. So those, those are mine right there. For me, it's a couple of books. I used to read a lot. And uh, a couple of books I read that impacted me, uh, makes me want to holler. Nathan McCall, coming of age, uh, coming of age story, young black man in America. I really related to that. And I think a lot of young black men can relate to that book if you read it. Uh, Coldest Winter Ever was also one of my favorite books of all time. Um, Sister Soldier. Mm. Like that. Like that. And Fences is the movie that I think all a, a lot of black husbands can relate That's to. That's a dope movie. Fences, Fences is a with good Denzel movie. Washington. Yes, I didn't sir. see the original play, the August Wilson play, but the movie itself, like, it hit me. It hit me in a, in a real different kind of way. Maria. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I thought that there are so many movies and documentaries um of course i remember back in the day you know when roots first came out y'all remember those the whole vhs set 
Um, it was like 20 of them. And, you know, we had them in my home growing up and we had to watch every last one of those. But I really enjoyed Hidden Figures because I didn't know, um, you know, the role of African-American women um, in the NASA program. And I, I just thought it was so awesome in the movie when uh, Taraji P. Henson's character, she was re- being referred to as a computer. Mm. Like, you know, when we think about an actual computer that we use, right. that people did all of the things that our computers do with their minds. So I thought that that was a really good movie. You know, I loved a lot of good black movies, but one of the good books that I, I never forget reading, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. I loved that. But I think Ambrose, um, I can't think of his last name, but um, that was a good book. And I love some great movies. I love the movie Jungle Fever. It taught me to realize you can't trust people, even though you may be working with a person of non-race um, that's not your race, they could still be sneaking around cheating, honey. And that's what happened in Jungle Fever. I love that. And I also love the movie Boomerang, honey. You know, when Robin Givens let Eddie Murphy know, honey, look, honey, women, honey, got just as much power as you. He was a big um, whoremonger, quote, unquote, in the movie. But baby, Miss Givens broke him down. And I love that movie. And um, and I love, um, did I, did I, say, I said Jungle Fever, Boomerang, and I love The Wood. That was a good movie. I wonder why you love that you did. I wonder why you love that on that. Brad, Brad go ahead and. Think, what about you, Brad? When you saw that, you were disappointed. You thought it was about something Whatever. Um, I love the color purple. Um, you know, Juice, Boys in the Hood. Um, you know, movies like that. I think those are all like coming of age movies. Like those are movies that defined a whole generation. You know, another another very powerful moment to me is when I visited the National Civil Rights Museum at the Lorraine Motel where my Dr. Martin Luther King was shot. When I first went there for the first time and seen that was like that was real. It was it, when you see that it's kind of surreal, isn't it? Oh when my you just goodness. standing there looking at it, even to this it day, ma- you, like it makes you have some kind of a feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Even the Center for Human and Civil Rights in Atlanta, they have an exhibit there where you actually sit at a protest table, you yeah. put the headphones on, and you're like immersed in the experience of what it was like yeah. uh, for folks that were, you know, doing those sit-ins and banging on the table, and you don't belong here. It's very emotional. Have any of y'all went to the, went through the um, either the um, the the, Martin, the 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 King Center? I went to the one at the King Center. I went to yeah. that one just recently, and honey. When you walk out of there, you're silent. Yeah, it does. It does something to you. Yeah. yeah. I also think, too, about the influences, um, like the roots of the influences of black culture, like uh, Fela Kuti. Um, there was a musical that I think Jay-Z and Beyonce backed. I saw it when it came to Atlanta. But Fela influenced artists like Stevie Wonder and James Brown, you know, in the late 60s and early 60s. So just, you know, really going back to those roots and, you know, those cultural experiences where you're, you know, physically going there and you're in it and you're right. immersed. I think that would be a great way to celebrate, you know, Black History Month and just get a different kind of experience. Anybody been to the National uh, Black History Museum in D.C.? Mm-hmm. Haven't been out no. there. I ain't seen that. I'm 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 trying to go because I got a show up there um, on the 14th. I'm trying to go a day early so I can go and check that out. I want to go there. We got the phone lines right now. 866-9-RICKY. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning. Um, Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. Classic book. Every black woman should just, oh, the liberation of it. I love it. Got uh, my friend Martin. Gotta see that movie. Yes, that's one of them black history movies we used to see back in elementary school. I remember watching, I made sure I watched it almost every year. I actually still introduce it to my kids because it actually got to see, uh, it traveled in back in time from time to time, like different periods. 
of um, different racism that a lot of us black people, well, a lot of older black people had to go through. My favorite movie for Black History Month, and that's Rosewood. So it talks about Rosewood Massacre. But I watched it when I was a little girl and just it just had a lifelong effect on me. So I think everybody should watch it. If you haven't, Rosewood, bomb movie, amazing movie, amazing piece of recreation of history. Two books were Race and Slavery by Genevieve and Ingerman that spelled out the basically the economics of why the um, slave trade really began in the first place. And the second book was Between Slavery and Free Labor, which was a collection of essays by Ingerman. The movie was Sankofa. Uh, the Imitation of Life. It taught you to appreciate the people that are around you. They won't be here forever, so appreciate them now while you have them. I've got yeah that movie Sankofa absolutely, uh, Super Dave. What is one movie that really just changed your life forever to represent Black History Month? See, we all sleeping on one movie, Booty Call, man. <laughs> man, if you don't get it, Booty Call, yeah, Booty Call, Booty Call. They taught you safe sex. <laughs> what? Ricky Smiley Morning Show, Jeff Johnson. Good morning, my brother. You got three things that we all need to know. What's up, Jeff? I do. Hey, good morning, everybody. I hope y'all are doing well. I know y'all are praying as I am, but listen, man, y'all y'all touched on this this morning. There's There's been a lot of rumors floating around about this Tyree case, and I had a conversation just really quickly with uh, Attorney Crump this morning, who's the attorney for the family. And he's just saying, listen, that the family says they're going they're not going to be distracted from the fact that multiple officers engaged in the gruesome police brutality that resulted in Tyree's death. And it was part of a pattern and practice, which is a really important set of words when it relates to um, attacking systems, a pattern and practice with this scorpion unit and thus the, the Memphis Police Department. And so um, he just reminds us and the family reminds us to stay focused on this case at hand. Um, the fact that there was a pattern in practice. And, and listen, that Tyree was not the only one that they'd done this to, regardless of what the details are. So let's keep keep our eyes focused on this and, and really understand that establishing a pattern in practice and not something personal is which shows the systemic nature of not only this Scorpion unit, uh, but in some cases, units like this all over the country. Second thing I want to talk about is, um, again, we're entering into Black History Month tomorrow. Um, Carter G. Woodson in 1927 created Negro History Week um, that translated into Black History Month. And he did it because he did not believe that the rest of America knew enough about us. Uh, it was not about us using February to celebrate ourselves. It was about us using February to remind the rest of America in particular that they don't know enough about us. Which means we have to do study the rest of the year and celebrating the rest of the year in order to have it. And so what I hope we do in February this year, um, as, as many already do, but I hope more of us do, is recognize that one, blackness <laughs> existed before slavery um, and that there is an entire diaspora of blackness that we have the ability to talk about. And so whether we talk about those that led movements for freedom, even outside of America in Tucson, Louverture, and, and, and those that were responsible for the Haitian Revolution, we talk about Kwame Nkrumah in Ghana or Patrice Lumumba in the Congo, um, there is a world of blackness that we need to celebrate. And two, the, when we think about the, the if, you, if you look at the six richest people in the world, 
black people in the world, only one of them is American. Um, and Robert Smith, the rest are Africans. The, the, the two richest men in the world, black men in the world are Nigerians, and none of them do entertainment. It's minerals and telecom and technology. And, and so there is just a whole world of exploration that we have to be proud of, not just here in the States, but abroad. And lastly, um, there is something that is coined Afro, Afrofuturism. Um, and, and it really, I think, has taken off by way of books and movies and art. Um, but Afro, Afrofuturism is really an idea that we should be able to conceptualize. What real freedom is, is the ability to define what your future is without the interruption of anybody else. And Afrofuturism is about the creation of a world where we define for ourselves not only who we are, but who we're ultimately going to be. And as we celebrate Black History Month, we also have to celebrate Black Futurism because it's on the foundation of that history that we should be able to imagine what we want to be without anybody else getting in the way of that. And so over these next 28 days, let's do that. Let's go from the very beginning. Let's be as broad and diasporic as possible. And let's not only confine what we talk about through the lens of struggle, um, but just through the lens of our creative identity and more importantly, our divine call. Um, if we do that, this becomes way more powerful than we just talk about what we overcame because um, we existed before that. And we got a hell of a lot more to do after that. Those are three things I got for you. Y'all hit me at Jeff's Nation uh, on IG. Love y'all. Um, praying with y'all. And I'll talk to y'all on Thursday. Jeff, man, I appreciate you, bro. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Fix the G. Fix the G. The man that can fix it, Jesus. Twine 360. What's up, big dog? Rock T, good morning. And this morning's Fix It Jesus rock two alleged churchgoers, Alicia and longtime member Miss Doris. They don't got into it over the weekend over Brother Chris. Now get this. Alicia claims that she is tired of being Chris's secret, and it's time for Miss Doris to give him up. Take a listen. Miss Doris. Yeah. This Alicia. Oh, hey. Hey, what's your point? Do what now? Chris don't want you. Do what? Chris, I'm like, like I've been patient. I've been sitting back. I've been letting him do your thing. I've been letting y'all do your thing, whatever. I'm not going to keep being no secret. So it's time for you to pack your old ass bags and hit the road, Jack, and don't come back. Like, you are f***ing <laughs> up what me and him got going on because he like he owes you. I don't think he owes you nothing, Miss Doris. Like, you had a good life. You had a good run with him. Now let somebody else get a piece of that pie. He had the he had the old cow. Now it's time for him to get the young bull. Well, I tell you what, that's y'all problem. Y'all do y'all thing, baby. You can kiss my and suck my oh. you and your mom and everybody else. Get him if you want him, honey. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's it. She Only Jesus can, can fix this. You can have Pastor is not going to be pleased with that. So how can we see this video, <laughs> Twan? <laughs> Go right to my Instagram, at Twan the Dunn. Rock, I'm just here to report the news. I don't want no smoke with nobody, okay? Don't want no smoke. Twan 360 in the building, man. We appreciate you, dog. So we're early talking about Black History Month. We're getting ready to kick that off tomorrow, and we're talking about some of our favorite Black History movies. We forgot one. We might have oh, mentioned yeah. it. New Jack. Yeah. Right there, I, I get right so happy. That's the best part of that song. Boy, that, that song gonna be in your <laughs> Come on, intro. Oh,
And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> I didn't even need an intro, man. I want to get right into it, man. New Jack City, but the soundtrack. Y'all remember this song? Come on now. Come on, man. Go ahead, light skin. Christopher Williams. I'm dreaming. Represent the light skin homies. <laughs> New Jack City. Back when you had hair. Let's go, dog. That's <laughs> the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Fantastic. What's up, Fantastic? Hey, Fantastic. Good boy. How you doing? I ain't doing too good. What's wrong, Fantastic? Last night, somebody stood me up. So I was like, I'm going to go to the gas station, get something to eat, (laughs) cheer myself up. I don't. The gas station? Bought some snow crabs for the gas station. My stomach been bubbling all the time. Gas station sells snow crabs. Snow crabs. Wawa. Hey, that was just gas. Stomach. So, who stood who stood you up, Fat Tasha? Oh, some dude. He, I gave him a ride. Yeah, it was right like over the weekend, so he was like, oh, so, you know, you got people? I said, no. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you got people. Yeah, cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I had people, he tapped me on my shoulder before he got out. I took it for, for he walked me. <laughs> he tapped my mm-hmm. shoulder. I have a good day. Thank you. So I was like, oh, hey, he's trying to haul. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went back to the where I got him. I picked him up from him. He wasn't there. So I, mm. Well, you know, it's snuggle thing. season, Fat Tasha. That's what I'm talking about. Thought he was going to snuggle up, try to stay warm. Yeah. <laughs> so so you'll, be, you'll be all right. You, you, so you don't have no boyfriend, Fat Tasha? I ain't got no boyfriend. I ain't got no pep, no bisball. I'm doing, I'm dial bad. Hey, Fat Tasha, huh. what kind of guys do you like? Do you like tall guys, short Like, like, Are you against short guys? Do you like short guys? I just like somebody who breathes. Somebody who will lie. Somebody who will feed me. Mm. Somebody out you there like, for you. Fat Tasha, you like uh-huh. dudes that work out a lot? Long as he a living soul, <laughs> long as he breathes. So pretty much, you ain't picky. Long as, huh? You ain't picky, pretty much. I'll, I'll, I'll be pig. I'll be juicy. <laughs> you gotta stay away from them snow crabs at the gas station, though. I don't think that's a good. You can't beat no damn snow crabs. <laughs> Lemon butter, garlic butter. <laughs> Old Bay. God, but from, dog. But from the gas station. I want to go back for seconds. I'll go through it all again. For that lemon buttery taste, I'll go through a night of this past pain again. <laughs> Your stomach still hurts. Yeah, man. It's bubbling. Oh, Lord. Hold on. Let me put the window down. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and handle up on that, Fat Tasha. You might want to relieve that pressure. Mm-hmm. We got to find. We got to help find Fat Tasha, man. Stomach on fire. Oh, Hurry up for Valentine's Day cup. You know what would be good for Valentine's? What's that? Chocolate-covered snow crab. 
Lord, if God had blessed me with a bag (laughs) chocolate covered snow crabs. We're going to make sure you have some of those for Valentine's, okay? We got a man for you, though, Fat Huh? We got a man for you. Who you talking about? Who that? He ain't that. He ain't that tall, but he, he in good shape. <laughs> he worked with us. His name's Super Dave. Yeah, oh, Super Dave. Yeah. Oh, he sounds strong. <laughs> he sounds lemon buttery. <laughs> he sounds like just my type. <laughs> Come Super on, Day. Super Dave. <laughs> Get in my PT cruise and rock. Front page, Maria Moore, what's happening? It's being brought to you by Reach Media. The Tom Joyner Foundation Fantastic Voyage is back on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, and remaining cabins are limited. Hurry and check out details. FantasticVoyage2023.com. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. The Memphis Police Department confirmed on Monday that two additional officers have been taken off duty in connection with the death of Tyree Nichols. The New York Times reports that city officials and prosecutors are working to determine who beyond the five officers already charged with second-degree murder, should be held responsible. Now, Nichols' parents will attend Biden's State of the Union address also uh, next week. Sadly, there's been another mass shooting. This time in Florida, police are investigating a shooting that left 10 people injured in Lakeland, Florida, on Monday afternoon. Two of the victims are in critical condition and eight have non-life-threatening injuries. Police Chief Sam Taylor said the victims are all men between 20 and 35 years old, and it is being reported that this incident was a drive-by shooting. In other news, the International Monetary Fund projects that the global economy is poised for a rebound as inflation eases and and we will probably avoid a recession, y'all. Meanwhile, Wall Street is betting that the Treasury will use an untested trick to try to limit the economic damage if the U.S. fails to raise its debt limit. Lastly, a winter storm is threatening to bring ice, sleet and snow to the U.S. and expected to intensify across Texas through Tennessee. Nearly 1,000 flights have been canceled as a winter storm makes its way across parts of the country. So keep that in mind if you are in the storm's path. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Already, man, San Francisco 49er rookie sensation quarterback Brock Purdy suffered a torn UCL in his right elbow which will keep him out for six months possibly return around training camp of next season there's some rumors out there saying that maybe tom brady may go play for the 49ers Yo, what? Miami Dolphins, maybe? We'll keep y'all posted on them rumors. Dallas Mavs superstar Luka Doncic dropped 53 points on the Detroit Pistons while talking smack to all the coaches that was talking smack to him throughout the game. That's what I'm talking about. It ain't smack talking. It ain't trash talking if you can back it up. Laker, Russell Wilson, I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook passed Gary Payton. <laughs> I always get them two Russells confused, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Los Angeles Laker Russell Westbrook passed oh. Gary Payton for number 10 on the NBA's all-time assist list. He got 8,972 and still trucking. He almost had another triple-double last uh, last night. It's Brooklyn, even though they lost the game. And last but not least, NBA star Anthony Edwards of the Wolves uh, just opened up about his Chester's Hot Fries obsession. He admits to eating about 21 bags of Chester's Hot Fried Potato Chips a week. Mm. Man. 
<laughs> a week, like three man. bags a day. Like, come on, man. Now let me. I ain't they go lie. down good, but they come out bad, Ooh, bro. Them things are good though. But you're right. <laughs> go in good, but they come out. Yeah, man. <laughs> on a mission. <laughs> there it is, man. <laughs> Twenty-one bags a week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ooh, boy, that's my quick sports report, man. Follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. Brat got the hot spot right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When you share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Brigitte Tat, what up, Mike? What up, Rock T? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Offset's former label Quality Control has responded to a lawsuit which demands it not receive a cut from his solo career. Now, QC said the lawsuit should be thrown out of court, having continued to accept the benefits of working directly with Capitol Records as work for hire. 100% of the copyrights and recordings made by Offset are automatically assigned to Quality Control. Now, as previously reported last year, Offset filed a lawsuit against QC after they demanded a cut from his solo music. And in the filed documents, he accused QC of not following through on a deal they made in January of 2021. And the lawsuit states that Offset negotiated his solo deal and paid handsomely for his artist's rights. But now that he's dropped a new solo project, QC is not honoring the deal. Uh, Further, QC said Offset had breached the a confidentiality provision in the original settlement agreement. Ooh, that's sticky. That all those contracts and you got to really, really read them things because there's so much in it that can get skipped over that you missed or that the lawyer missed. It's ooh, very complicated. So I hope everything works out with that. All right. Meanwhile, y'all, the upcoming Michael Jackson biopic will keep it in the family with Michael's nephew, Jafar Jackson, playing him. Uh, director Antoine Fuqua posted a picture. Uh, Jafar is the son of Michael's brother, Jermaine, and he released a song uh, called Got Me Singing in 2019. Now, Michael's mother, Catherine, says, quote, Jafar embodies my son. It's so wonderful to see him carry on the Jackson legacy of entertainers and performers. The movie will be called Michael, and it starts filming this year. Now, since it's fully authorized by the uh, the Jackson family, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle all the allegations against him and how his appearance kind of changed over the years. So let's see what they do with that. And last but not least, 50 Cent's popular series Power Book 2 Ghosts has officially been renewed for a fourth season. Stars announced the renewal yesterday ahead of season three premiere, which is set to air on March 17th. And the network also announced that it will be adding actor Michael Ealy to the cast. Oh, that's going to be good. Production on season four is currently underway in New York, and Michael Ealy will play Detective Don Carter. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. 